Hello everyone, this is Carmen and Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So today's theme is levitation. Meditation. That's what I said. Is <laughs> meditation, which is one of your favorite topics. My know, favorite. To talk about, to talk about. So um, let's start by asking why. Why why meditation? Ooh. Why why should you meditate? Ooh, because it's so fantastic. <laughs> it's just like so fantastic and awesome and good and it's fantastic and it's just awesome. But what is the what is the purpose? Like for you, why why do you meditate? So why I started, why did I continue or why would I do it now? I oh, guess, my God. I guess, oh my God! Oh my God! I guess all of the all, all of, of them. Those. It's oh, gonna. But why? Why do you keep on doing it? Is, I mean the, is my my most important. Mm, the, the the what I've question. seen. What I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, what what I've seen is that some people are attracted to it naturally, right? And some people just can't. I mean, and, and the the whole idea too is that you're supposed, or the image we have of meditation is like. You sit down, cross your legs, close your eyes, don't move, right? And uh, <laughs> some people cannot do that. You like it's not natural for them. But some people can dance. You can dance and go into na- into you dance not not because you're going out partying or something. You put music in your house, right? And you put your headphones or whatever, and you dance. How much? How many times did you do that? Many times, right? So the. The idea, I don't think, is meditation is you have to sit down. Meditation is about the mind, right? Supposedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you calm your mind down, more or less? I mean, that, is, that should be, I think, that's the beginning of the, of the question. The beginning of the... The why The why and how cal- to get to, into it, right? To the, calm the mind? You, because, I don't know how much, again, it's true or not, but uh, most, or I have... I've heard enough accounts of people saying they have no control about their mind, on their about their on about no control of of control of of their minds, right? So you have your mind telling you crazy shit the whole day, yeah, and uh, acting like a it's like a you have a dog and it's like barking at you, it's biting you, it's shitting on the floor, it's going all over the place, it's like its own thing, it's like an animal, like a like a an entity separate from yourself. That is how it feels. Or like I'm saying, like a crazy dog running around. And uh, you feed the dog crap the whole day, right? You are like stressed the whole day, anxious the whole day. You look at stuff and do things that, like, that will get you more anxious, more messed up. And you contribute like by seeing the world in a way that is getting the dog even more anxious, Yeah. right? So... You do all no those one, things, no why. and then you come back and say, "My mind is out of control. I cannot take control of this thing." Right? So I mean, but you're you're stressing the fuck out of the poor dog. Yeah. And then that is in like a good analogy in my mind of of what is really going on. Hmm. And then you say, "I do meditation, or you can use meditation to calm that thing down." And I see it more valuable that you go and dance, you dance, you take a walk, you cook, you do something that 
kind of inspires you go to a museum and watch a beautiful piece of art, go to the mountains and go hiking, something that allows you to keep your mind blank, hmm. in awe. If you can get your mind in awe, that is a meditation moment. There's no mind in that moment. You have calmed the mind in a different sideways kind of method, right? You never sit, sat down and say, I'm going hiking because I want to calm the mind. No, you go hiking because it, it is so peaceful for you, the, the experience. It so happened. It so happened. It that, happens that yeah. also. I mean, and those things that you love to do, many of those things are very relaxing for the mind as well, relaxing for yourself. Like you like come energized back, right? There's no anxiety. You can like take a break from your crazy, not only crazy life, but the crazy dialogue inside of your head. Right? Is that, I mean, is that why you meditate? To calm no, your I don't. mind? No, not me anymore. I mean, because, because I've been you, doing this for 35 years. You're a very calm years. guy. I mean, you're just so calm. Yeah, like, for the, if, you, if you do this for, for 30 real. something years, right? Because which is what, how long? The, the purpose, I think, that keeps moving, evolving, changing, right? Right. So I, I don't think I do that. I do meditation for that today, right? But I, when I started, I was in high school, basically. High school and college, I used to meditate doing like just silent meditation. And it was very good for me in the sense that it was like a break from life in general. I mean, you have the stress and you're in school and you have exams and you have like that kind of like a whatever life of 15, 18, 20 something year old, 20 few is still in college. But could you actually calm your mind and like blanket? That was, I mean, that, that was something that I didn't know it was so strange. First time I closed my eyes, my mind went blank. Just like that. Because it's, I find that it's very difficult. Yeah, so the, I don't know. For, I don't know. For most people. I, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, because I didn't know that was not normal. Because yes. it was so, so, so peaceful because everybody was out. And also I lived in this kind of new agey kind of family, right? So they, they left me alone because I was meditating. I was yeah. completely by the book. Yeah. What a new agey 15 year old should be doing right yeah so the yeah, you, me, my family would be like, like what, what the are you doing you like get out of here you idiot come on help I'm gonna bring you to the doctor here or something right no but I mean the the environment that I grew up the as judgmental as it was that one was perfectly by I mean that was part of the rules of the house right I mean that was one of the things that it was applauded so they would leave me alone and it was so peaceful because there was nobody in there. I mean, nobody from outside. That was not very pleasant in general for me. But there was nothing in there. So, right. and the being able, and you, oh, I always did it before going to bed, like before going to sleep. So I would go and, uh, I mean, for years, I would turn my uh, pillow to the wall, sit with my back against the wall, close my eyes, and I didn't never count the minutes. It was never like, a, I'm going to do this amount of time. Like, no, I would go in and see what happened that day. Yeah. And uh, it was like a time for me. I mean, sometimes you read, when you're reading, right? you read a book or something, you read, sometimes you read a chapter, sometimes you read a couple of pages, sometimes you, have, like, you feel more like whatever that day, and you read longer. That's how it was for me. So I just sat down and da da da, da. So... The then by because uh, eventually life got to, took us to a yoga studio, right? And uh, I gave some or offered 
some workshops on meditation back when already. And then as we did the workshops around the world, I kept, we keep, we, today we do it, right? We keep offering meditation. And I started seeing the experience of other people in meditation. And then I realized like, oh God, this is not at all what I have experienced. And then they tell you, so how, how do you calm the bloody mind? And is, the, that, is that the most um, common question that, that, that you get? When people ask you about meditation, I mean, how can I sit down? You know, how can I calm the mind? Is that one of the biggest things that you get when they ask you? I, the, not really. I mean, not really because I don't think that there's many big questions or <laughs> I don't so think what, there's what, like many, many frequent do people questions. Have, do people have questions? Um, when, the ones that try, the ones that try do. I mean, because and also you you go to the meditation, you offer the workshop, you offer the meditations in general, a couple of them, so you can have a conversation. They can have an experience. They can talk to you. You can talk to them, and they have uh, questions about the process itself. Like, why do I see this? Why do I see that? Why I cannot see this? Why can? Why is nothing working for me? Like those those kind of things, and the I, I think that one of part of the the key the key has to be. How can it be rewarding for you? Like everything in this life. I mean, do you get enough out of the effort that you put in? <laughs> the, the problem for me is that it was not an effort. I mean, I, if I just went in, I closed my eyes, the mind went blank, I flushed my day out. It was fantastic. It was like something I enjoyed doing and also it was so beneficial to do. So I kept doing it, of course. I mean, no, no, actually, the more stressed out I was, the more during the exams time I was or whatever, the more I did it. It was like the whole uh, <laughs> meditation, or it's like the Zen, like you should meditate 20 minutes a day, except if you are very busy, you should meditate for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say. Right? So it was like that. When I, when I was in college and stuff, the periods of time when I was most stressed out, I would do this more. more. It was not like, oh my God, I don't have time for... It was the opposite. Have, yeah. I would, I would come even, back to even, this even more. even more. So even it, more it was very yeah. natural. The, I don't think you want to do this because they tell you it's good for you. I mean, the option one is you are stressed as hell. And this, like you've tried all kinds of stuff and you're going to try this. That is a fantastic thing to do. Because if you are like at the end of the rope, for lack of a better word or term, your expectations will be so low. And if you come into the meditation practice with extremely low expectations, you'll have the biggest success rate. Yeah. No doubt about that. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you come in saying, I am going to be so yeah. good at this, I'm going to meditate like a super Buddha monk from the Himalayas, yeah. it's not going to work for you. I mean, you, you my mind is my mind is going to be blank from the very first moment until we're done. I'm going to, I'm going to be so at peace the whole time. Zen yes. AF. Yeah, it's it's not going to work. No, if you want to be Zen AF, it's not going to work. But if you say, please, 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 God, give me some a little bit of peace of mind, then this is going to work. Like, do you actually get feel getting better at meditation? Yes, 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 yes. But the the getting better. I think it's a very subtle art. 
the what and what does that mean to get better? That's the thing. So I, I again, this is my experience. Yeah. So go go listen to somebody else how they do it. <laughs> but the, I for me meditation or success in meditation comes always in a very indirect way. It's not like a because when you're working out the body, when you work out the body, you put the effort, you do the exercises, and then you get reward from the exercises, right? Success in meditation cannot come from I'm going to forcibly quiet the mind, because then you'll have a dull mind, right? You get a I mean as as valuable as doing a mantra, singing a mantra, or doing a visualization, or doing something like a is look kind of like repetitive to like quiet the mind. You're gonna dull the bloody thing. It's like again the dog. If the dog is pissed, it's shitting, pissing on the floor, barking at you. You say. I have to quiet the dog. The dog is still stressed out. You know, you just made the, the dog stop barking or stop biting. But is the dog okay? So, the yeah. What imagine that you have a friend, and uh, or a little kid or somebody like again. You, I think that the first thing you realize when you meditate a lot is that the mind is outside of you. Whatever you is. And the answer to that question, I have no idea, is your problem, not mine, right? You is one thing, your mind is another thing. They're two different things. And this, this sense or the sentence, you have a mind, it's very accurate, right? I don't know exactly what the relationship of have exactly means. I don't really care. But you have one. You're related to one, you're connected to one, and you yeah. have one. It is a thing outside you. So if something that is outside you is stressed out completely, how do you help that being? Hmm. You ask, why are you stressed? I mean, that is what you would do, no? I mean, yeah. you have a friend. Yeah. And, and you go and say and ask like, dude, are you okay? Yeah. So... The equivalent in meditation to are you okay is watching. Just watch. No judgment. Just watch. So when I, when I go, I, do, I mean, all these things that I'm telling you is now we are like telling the truth. But when, <laughs> but when, when, when I go to meditation workshops and stuff, what I tell people is gather information. Gather information. I don't tell them all this speech like blah, 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 exactly what I'm doing or where this comes from, I trick them. I said, when you, when you go into the meditation, don't worry about the results. So I try to lower the expectations. Try to get them into the I'm desperate kind of mindset. Like, don't worry about what happens. Don't worry about if it goes well. If it, I mean, so we are going to go into this meditation and something's going to happen or not. And that, but your goal is not to make the meditation happen, not to make what I say happen. Your goal is to gather information. If it happens, it's a message. If it doesn't happen, it's a message. So you go on in and try to blank the mind or calm the mind down. Is it happening? Is it happening? But even if it's happening, step back again. What is going on? Hmm. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. I can, we do that, I, I love to do this exercise. It's very, very basic, basic, basic. But we spend time just calming the mind down and then you feel the mind. Does it feel that it's completely blank? And usually the answer is no. 
So you do some kind of technique, whatever the technique is in that day. That I like to flip switches on and off, right? I like to do the switches. I think you've done the switches, right? Yeah. So I do the switches all the time. So you switch off, you switch off, you put the context of when I switch off the switch, my mind is winding down or turning off, right? And you keep switching off, switching off, switching off, and then you feel again. And then switching off, switching off, and you feel again. So I try to get them in mood of feel the mind as a separate entity, and then just switch it off, switch it off, switch it off. And what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? Don't get so involved in the process. Like, just watch, just watch, just watch. And that works very, very well. And people that have a, big, a bit of a harder time um, meditating, sitting down. Because again, I have lots of respect for meditating, dancing, hiking, biking, cooking, dan- whatever, right? Any kind of uh, yoga, your practice, you sit down. How much of a blank mind do you gain from sitting on your mat or doing your practice on your mat? A lot. And how much is that a, a component of why you practice? For me, a lot. How do I mean, you? The, 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 the mental aspect is much more important than the physical aspect at this point, you know, after 20 plus years practicing, because it just, it just helps you so much to feel very calm and, you know, not spastic and not out of control, but more center, more like purposeful, you know, but not in a, in a, you know, in a rigid way, like this is my purpose, but you know, it just like, it's, it's great. I mean, it, it really is, you know, and you, you can connect, you know, your body, your mind, you can just think about just one thing or nothing at all. Like just about this, I don't know, this pose or this stretch that you're doing, how you're feeling inside, how does it feel? Not so much how does the pose look, but how am I feeling this and what sensations is this bringing in my body and what is happening to me and, and just, you know, deeper questions, I think, than just, you know, the how to do this pose well or, you know, what, what I should achieve in, in this asana. And you so, feel like refreshed from that? As much as the physical, as much as the physical. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Um, if I don't practice, sometimes we, ha- we have to travel a lot or, or something, or, or I'm teaching a lot and then it's, I don't have energy mm-hmm. to practice because I've been teaching so many you know, hours. classes and hours back to back or something. If I stay for more than two days of not practicing, I, I don't feel good at all. I, I don't feel well. And not just in my body, but also my mind is just poof, just all over the place. So I, I need to, I need to practice, you know, more, so. more than, yeah, more than two days. I, I have a really hard time. I can take, I can do like one day on and off. Like if I don't practice one day and then I, I practice and then I don't practice for whatever reason and I practice, I prefer to do that kind of like a checkup, you know, point every time than just skip, you know, practice, 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 and then not, not, not practicing for two or three days. I, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like how that feels. And it takes me just a lot to go back, you know, mindset-wise uh, for me, you know. Nice. But, um, but it's, it's good because you're, 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 you're answering some of the questions that I, that I was um, having. Yeah, questions. About, about meditation, yeah. And um, do you prefer... Like silent meditation, or do you prefer like 
the visualization the thing. Guided, the guided ones, do you think one is more valuable than the other or one is easier than the other? Or on, on the one do hand... Do you like both of them equally? Or... They what? are different tools, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. I mean, some, sometimes some people, if you... Because the good thing about the social media and the times we live is that you can find so much information just from opening the, the phone, right? And somebody was saying, passive meditations like these vipassanas or like uh, thinking about a mantra or thinking about like something that to calm the mind. And then active meditation where you have visualizations and da 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 And that is not the way I would break down active and passive meditation at all. Because every meditation must be active and passive. I think. I think. I mean, again, this is my theory. Not everybody else or anybody else's. I mean, so the there is something going on in the mind. This. I mean, either there is a you're trying to quiet it, you try to silence it, and that is the thing going on, and that would be the passive meditation. Or you have a visualization, and there's a story, and you're more or less involved in the story. There are things that happen, things you do, conversations you have, people you encounter, or beings you encounter in the meditation. And there's a thing happening. But then you're still watching, right? I, every single meditation, regardless of which one of them, I like to have, without, I mean, I, I don't say, I don't explain these things in the workshops. I get you into the mood of doing it. Like, gather information, watch the process, see what is happening. Try not to judge or expect anything that should happen or and if, it, if the thought of something that should happen comes up, that is the thing you have to observe. Why is the thought of something coming up, of something having to happen coming up, right? So watch, watch, step back, gather information, step back, gather information. The peaceful, the quieting the mind meditation, in my opinion, it's the the test run for the mindset you want to cultivate all the time. You, <laughs> if once you do it long, 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 long enough, you can live like that. You can, the techniques you use to have, no, again, don't do techniques to dull the mind. Don't do techniques to like quiet it and like drug it. You don't want that. You want a, a vibrant mind, a, a useful mind, right? Because the mind can do wonderful things. You, but, there are techniques, especially with the watching part, that allows the mind to unravel itself and to just quiet on its own. But if you're like a very wired person, right? if you're, <laughs> you're, doesn't it have to feel like you have to dull the mind? Like if you're, you know, if you're, just, if you're a very just, active person, if you're very active in your imagine brain, imagine yeah. it's just and perhaps a little bit more dull or tone it down a notch. Maybe that's a good idea. Or not, or do I want to keep it at that level of, you know, intensity, and then learn to focus or direct or guide that intensity, you know? If you're a very a very active person, and it can be very active mentally, very active, um, like emotionally, and you're an artist or very active physically and you work out or you like go and do sports or you like, like some kind of like physical activity. If you allow that activity to happen, right? If you are an Einstein and you have your brain going on, right? If you let your mind think on its own to some extent and you step back and you let your mind do, 
your mind after working will find silence. Your mind on its own will find solutions on its own. If you do the emotional part and you let your yourself like give yourself to the process of creating, right? Because I, I write books. I mean, I'm not a super artist or write writer or anything, but once you start writing books, the process is very clear that the book takes over. You're not writing the book anymore. The book is coming through you, right? So you give yourself through to some kind of process that you would not call it meditation, but it is even more useful than meditation in my mind because it's a process in life. Yeah. And that is what I part of the very valuable goal of a meditation practice is that you can actually use it to your everyday moment life in general. And or you I do th I think what you're saying is it's just it's amazing because I'm sorry I'm sorry because when I when I write sequences it feels very much like that. Like you start you start writing a sequence and this is the parameters, this is what I want to work on, this is or these are some of the big poses I want to cover or something. But at some point when you're writing it, the sequence takes over and it wants to just do things on its own and the mind is just like poo following you know, like a like a river, it's just following whatever, like blah, Like the mind is following the inspiration. Yeah, yes. And the inspiration comes from silence. From silence. Just think about it. But not now, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, thinking, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Good point. Yeah. The, and, then, and then when you're done, what? When you're done, you, just, you go get a coffee, you know? <laughs> Right, and, but I mean, when you're done, keep the keep the silence. Let the mind calm down again. The why keep that that poor thing wired all the time? That that is the thing. I mean, when you train the dog, the dog is not dull. The dog is a fierce companion next to you, that sometimes is with you, sometimes runs with you, sometimes just lays down and rests. Right. So the. Is that second part, of the, the part of the silence part, the, the part that watches, the part that is just aware of, the part that is always there, but you don't identify yourself with because the consciousness, awareness, unless you are giving it attention, there's no recognition of it, right? That discovering that aspect of you and making that aspect of you reign over your meditation practice, your writing, your practice yoga, your life in general, that for me is more a next, second, third goal of meditation. Your first goal should be calm the fuck down. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I mean, and do whatever you have to do to calm down, right? But do it with that purpose. I mean, you just calm down. I mean, whatever you have to do. I mean, uh, like do something that actually, whatever gets your head to be either quiet, empty, or in awe. Those moments. Cultivate those moments. And then from there, See if you can find that part that is always watching, that is just, mm -hmm. is not stressed out, it's just there. It's impossible not to. Because every other piece of, you, of your life can be presented to it and let it everything be. And then things calm down because then now you're asking the mind, so why are you stressed? And it kind of talks to you, like tells you like, oh my God, I just realized that blah, 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 blah. I was doing this. The, I just realized that blah, 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 blah. Was your mind telling you why it was stressed out? So for most people, do you think that guided meditation is better for them? M more useful because maybe the, the, the mind is not going all over the place and 
It's not bouncing from one corner to the to the next to the next to the next. It's just you know if you guide it, then it follows like a story or something that you're telling you know, if, that you're guiding people to think. If about. I was you, if I was anybody, I would do three things. In no order, in no percentage, in no need for do all of them if you don't want to. But three things or three possibilities you have. Find one thing that is natural to you. For you is the yoga practice. Find something where your mind is easily emptied. And do it. And if you want to, if you want to, you can add the perspective of the mind being quiet or quieting the mind while you do that and the value it has. Yes. Then, a second practice, and expect yourself to fail miserably and be completely okay with it, which is quiet meditation. And quiet meditation is watching, really. It's not like I have to quiet the mind, like just sit down and watch what is happening. I mean, mm-hmm. Shinryu Suzuki, I have that little book right there, I'm watching, I'm looking at it right now. He's a little, that Buddhist monk, like a Japanese guy, he used to say, Sitting for meditation is meditation. Just the act of getting into it. Just that is enough. You don't have to do more. You don't have to do, oh my God, my meditation session was so bad today. Fantastic. Really fantastic. Did you sit down? Yeah. You're done then. You're done. Do it tomorrow again. Or whatever, the next day. Or whenever it feels like. That second part, what I would recommend is get into the mode of gathering information. Just watch, just watch. And see what your mind tells you, see what your body tells you, see what your emotions tell you, see what your traumas tell you, see what whatever thing that you don't want to look at tells you. Just watch, just watch. Because you know, don't know what's gonna happen, what's gonna come up, just watch. If you, you do you remember that documentary about uh, an octopus? That the guy oh, yeah. was like, like a watching and watching and watching and watching days and days and days and days. Until the octopus would do something one day, right? Yeah. Like so that it is, was amazing. I remember that the title was amazing. That was it. My, my friend, the octopus, or something maybe. like that. Anyway, but you yeah. were you were fascinated with it. Yes, because it was it was a fascinating creature. I mean, the same thing. Like you just you are documenting nature here. You sit down. You cross your legs or you not or whatever you want to do, but you close your eyes. Right, and you watch, and like you're trying to watch an, some kind of animal in nature, and there are gonna be many, many, many days that you don't see it, like there's no leopard, right, and you don't catch it, and one day you see a little thing, and that day you should be happy, and then the next day again nothing, 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 but just keep watching, just keep watching, like the, it seems like you're doing nothing, but the same way that the photographer in nature is not catching this, no leopard that is looking after, but you're more used to the environment. You know how to hide yourself better in the trees. You know how to live in nature. You know There are things you are learning to do. You're getting used to things, right? Just getting used to sitting down is a fascinating thing in itself. And what is the third one? The guided meditations. But the guided meditations get you in awe of life, in this reality. Because the kinds of conversations you can have are surprising, right? I mean, because think you mean, of... You mean with yourself or... Think of the four personalities that, we, that, that we've done so many times. How many, have you, how many times have you done that one? Uh, quite a few times. So how did the four meditations go with you? 
very bad, usually. I mean, I've done it quite a few times, um, but my my four personalities that is which is one of the ones that you do the most. It's always they're angry, they're upset, they're so tired because I think I ask too much of them, I exert them too much, and so they're always you know, throwing that to my face, you. you know, like, okay, this is, this is what you get because, you know, you're not taking care of us. You're not taking care of yourself in reality. You're just spreading yourself so thin that it's, it's not good for you. It's, it's not good. It's not good for us. So it's many times. And, and every time I finish, I, every time I'm like, yes, this time I'm going to, I'm going to be different. I'm going to do better. I promise. I promise. And like, okay. And at that moment, I truly believe that. And I truly think that I'm going to change. Things are going to change. Things are going to be so much better. Thank you for showing me. Thank you for telling me. And then you don't go to, you don't go to the (laughs) meetings anymore. Then little by little, it just kind of starts to deviate. And then one day it's like, mm, yeah. I'm but when not you say ready. one day, it's the third day after that, right? No, like, no. Sometimes, sometimes. 48 hours, maybe Sometimes it's a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes it, it just leaves me just so shocked inside that I, it just lasts for quite a while, you know? Because that, that is. Meditation a- is just, you know, it's such an impactful moment that I just kind of put it out of my mind you know, for the lack of a better word. So I just cannot forget about it. So it stays with me for quite a few days. So it's very shocking. It's very, it's very shocking. Yeah. I, I like those meditations, the, the guided meditations, the ones I like, as you know, the most, is like putting you in a situation where you have a conversation with an aspect of yourself or a, an aspect of reality, an aspect of something. Because, I mean, you can talk to your spirit animal, to the four personalities, or you can talk to Mother Earth. I, I like... For some reason, the ones I love the most meditations are the American Indian meditations, like North American and South American Indians, because the, the South American have the concept of the Pachamama, the Mother Earth, and there are so many of them that you can, because the contract you have in life is a contract with Earth. You're living on the planet, right? So yeah. the, the, your goal in life, your contract in life, your <laughs> that kind of aspect of your life, it's something easily accessed through the idea of the Pachamama or the Mother Earth. But then the American Indians, North American Indians have the personalities, like the, you have the nurturer, the child, the warrior, and the spirit, or you have that inner wolf, so you have like an inner animal that, or a spirit animal you connect to, like those concepts, like things that are very mystical and meditational in an aspect that is very easy part of their culture. But their culture, for some reason, it is so well designed to live life well. Because the mm-hmm. Asian Indians, like India, their meditations are more to explain reality. They are more a bit more a bit too brainy sometimes in my, in, to my, for my taste, right? I must, as much as I like to think and stuff, right? And they are fascinating. I mean, don't get me wrong, but they're a bit more complicated sometimes. I think. I mean, the the some of them are easier with the whole pranayama, for example, the idea of adding breath work and moving the energies around, and you have like the values and the nadis and the thing and, the, and moves energy this way, that way through breath techniques and you can try. And I only had so much success, but I was not really um, attracted to it because what 
for me, the, one of the most things, important things for me, as you know, is that is useful. Yes. Things have to be mm-hmm. useful for me. So the American Indian meditations are very useful. They, again, you have the preferred personalities. Somebody comes in and says, you, you have an aspect of nurturing or taking care of yourself, and that aspect is angry with you. And then you learn if you're taking care of yourself or not. And the meditation will tell you what you should do. It's like you have to stop eating cheese or you have to take more baths. And they will tell you. So <laughs> the, that yeah. is why I think it's so fascinating or it gives you this awe of life. Because they tell you things that you are not expecting. And who would expect that that would happen in a meditation? Because meditation is supposed you close your eyes, you're in your head and da da da. And then suddenly... I get you in certain situation. We set the context because the context yeah. is always set by the meditator or the guide in disguise. But it's an agreement. We just agree that the context of this meditation is the four personalities. And within the context that you set up, the experience is such. And then you compare the experience to the context and see what happens. And from that thing happening, being in line or being connected or disconnected or working or not working, you have information. Again, it's, again, take a step back, gather information. What and is the experience telling you? How often do you think, um, I mean, do, how often do you think it's a good idea to meditate? Do you want to do meditation every day, just like you practice almost every day, or as, you, as needed when you, when you feel like you're especially stressed out or challenged by life, or... I, if you are lucky enough that your life is so stressful that it forces you, I would take advantage of that. By meditating meditating. every day? Because it's going to mean you're so stressed that you need it, right? Yes. And since you need it, you're going to see the value of it. And even if you have a crappy day, like, oh my God, meditation was so awful and my head was all over the place, but you sat down and you just took breaths or let the breath calm down because it calms on its own. And as the breath comes down, the mind comes down. And you just watch. And still, the mind was all over the place. And you just watch the best you could. The best you could. I mean, it doesn't have to be more. You'll still feel the benefits. Absolutely. And one one st- thousand percent. And I mean. then you'll still, then, then you will create some realization of the worth of the experience. You know? like you'll still res- start to respect what meditation is about. Yeah. And, uh, you just watch, just watch, just watch. Sit, step back and watch, step back and watch. And then, then hopefully, you step back and watch. You, you see this. You go to the mat, and whatever effort you put on the mat, or whatever like, way that you, you have affront your practice, you take on the poses. You try this, you try that. You will do that in your regular life, right? <laughs> the same idea. You... Learn yeah, to I mean, the, the mindset and, and how you approach the poses, it's just, it is a reflection. It can reflect on how you approach life and vice versa. So, you know, they're, they're very interconnected. Same thing with meditation, I think. And, you know, people don't really realize that. So you just, you, something small happens on the mat and then you start believing in yourself a little bit more. Nice. And then and when you go outside, you have a little bit more of self-confidence that comes from that, you know, or 
uh, you just you feel happier because you found time to practice and you stuck with it this week and you did it three times or four times this week and that also seeps into your daily life. You feel a little bit happier, you know, but just more accomplished and happy with yourself and you know more active, all that. So for sure, that also transpires. So it's the same thing. I mean, you sit down and you try to watch your mind and your mind is stressed out and you try to watch it. You do the best thing you can watching it and you get into, that is a skill set, a life skill. Yeah. Then you're in traffic, you're in at work, you are with a family member that annoys you. You are, <laughs> you're with like that kind of situation with your, like in a normal regular life and that skill kicks in. So instead of buying into the experience of getting annoyed, you step back and gather information. Is that why you are so yep. chilled about everything and why you just like laugh so much about things that are so stressful that you yeah. just, or is that, is that a, just a personality trait? I, I feel like that is, is a little bit of both. By you know, now? May, maybe meditation helps to take things, take things easy. But you came already just very much like, you know, chill guys. This is Moises. Hello. You know, I'm just a very chill person from the get go, from the moment I was born. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it, it is, that is how you do it. What you do is you don't let the experience take you in. Like hmm. you, you t take a step back, like a dancing, right? You don't. Try to catch the tune, catch the music. Like you go behind it. You like just like let it happen and follow. Let it happen and follow. It's kind of like the same idea. Let the experience happen. Let life happen. Let the yelling happen. Let the thing happen. And watch. Just watch, and watch the person yelling at you, and watch your reaction to the yelling, and watch you getting stressed out, and watch you yelling back. Just watch, and do the yell back. Don't worry about it. Do the yelling. Because the thing is that in the beginning, you will yell. You will get stressed out. You will get annoyed. And, but you still watch. You try to watch. Try to watch the best you can. Right? Sometimes you can watch on the spot. Sometimes you watch a little bit later. Yeah, Sometimes or you afterwards, watch. like, shit, I should not have done that. Yeah, yeah, but or I, mean, or when, I, should have, I should have done another thing. And you're like, mm, this is me. So then we'll when you get, get there, back. do the watching like a replay, as if you had recorded it. Just do the watching. Again, don't judge yourself for not remembering. Just watch that you did not remember. Just watch the whole bloody thing. Gather information. Just watch, gather information and watch. The whole Purusha, you know, Prakriti. Whole, exactly, yeah. Purusha Prakriti. Just yeah. watch it. And let the thing talk to you. So yeah. I think it's very valuable. I would do it as often as you can afford. Because it's the way, the moment I recommend you doing it is right before going to sleep. And because, I mean, during the day, if you can or, figure out... Or in out, the morning, no? First thing in the morning? But or, how or? many... It's... It, for me, for me, I mean, again, for me, it was easier to steal 15 minutes. if I do it before minutes. bed, I, I, I just fall asleep. I'm like, blah, 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 and I just, yeah. like, you know... And then you go to bed. You go to sleep then. Go to sleep. No problem. I mean, the... Cause, but if you get up in the morning... Will you give yourself 15 minutes in the morning before you start the day? Or are you going to get up and start doing stuff? 
No, I'm I'm very very good about that. I can I can. Then if you can figure that out, then do it. I d- I don't I I make. And now it's not even an effort anymore. But I, I in the beginning it was a little bit of an effort of not going for my phone right away. So I want to have at least an hour for myself. So I do like I do like you know like rolling on the spiky balls or you know on the foam roll or I do whatever it is that I do mm-hmm. or I do breath work or I do something. But not it's not I I don't find healthy at least for me it was not healthy to just the moment you wake up you just go things. and just start doing things start looking at the phone you know and i mean or you have to get ready to go to work or you have to get ready yeah, to take it to school face, you and have to I, I put some you know my creams or something and it just i like to do all that before i i look at the phone or i i do anything i just yeah and then it's like okay let's just see what happens if know. that is when it works for you go for it and i i oops If that is when it works for you, then go do it. I thought it was easier to do it before bed because in the morning you have like responsibilities usually. Yeah. So, but whenever, whenever, whenever it says whenever you can, you can in, your, in your schedule, whatever you, you get in your schedule, maybe you have a siesta scheduled every day <laughs> and you can do it at the siesta time. How lucky, how lucky, mm. what, a, what a great life. Exactly. Is your life with a siesta? If you don't, if you don't nap, you just don't know. You're missing so much in life. Yeah, I know. I don't think that. Well, if they don't have it, they don't. Well, know. you 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 know. I know. I know. You know. You know because you nap. I, I don't. I do. I do. <laughs> I have a very meditational life. <laughs> good. 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 All right. Thank you so much. That was that was very very was helpful. Useful. Yes, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. This was Carmen and Moises. I'll see you in the next one. Okay. Take care. Bye.